This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, listener? We wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this Blue Wire podcast. Be sure to show your support to this pod by subscribing and dropping a five-star review on iTunes a follow on Spotify, or the appropriate dap for any other platform you might be listening on. And if you're enjoying this show, chances are you'll like one of our 75 other sports podcasts. Find more shows you'll love at bluewirepods.com. Thanks again for listening, and now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. It's Chrysomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, with the powerful questions. (laughs) Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet. Welcome back to the Chris Van Vliet Show. And yes, that's how you pronounce it. I know there's an I in there for some reason. I don't know why my Dutch ancestors did that so many generations ago. But yes, Van Vliet. And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. And guys, it's Melina. Oh, yeah, what a career she's had. Almost 20 years in the wrestling business. And how can you not love what she's been doing lately on NWA Power? If you haven't checked it out, man, it's such great stuff. And you'll find out in this interview, as I did, that she's the sweetest, nicest, most positive person that you could ever meet. I, I loved this chat, and I know that you will as well. And I love each and every one of you. Who's left a review on Apple Podcasts? All 640 of you that's left a review. That doesn't mean I don't love you if you haven't left a review or if you're listening on another platform, but it's just like an extra nudge here. If you're listening on your iPhone, like just take it out. Five seconds, scroll down to the bottom of my page, click on the five stars, and I'm going to keep reading one review every single episode until we get to that thousand reviews. Like this one from John Faisal. Chris is a legend. Wow. John, that's quite the title. Thank you. Anyone who's a true wrestling fan will appreciate Chris's talent and capability as a media personality. His interviews bring out the best in whoever he's interviewing. Everyone, check this podcast out. Having personally met Chris and having spent some time conversing with him, I can tell you he is not only talented, but he is a great person as well. John, you're a great person. I love meeting you. And thank you for taking the time to leave that review. And thank you to everyone who came out to Blueprint Pro Wrestling in Deerfield Beach last weekend. I was the ring announcer. It was a great show capped off by an incredible main event featuring Effie and Joey Ryan teaming up against the Jim Nasty Boys. So as you can imagine, I'm sure you're familiar with all of the characters I just named there. It's a great match. What a fun match. And thank you to everyone uh, who's been asking about my chest after the photo that I posted last week with Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze where... Where it kind of looked like my chest had been through a meat grinder. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen this yet, give me a follow on Instagram at Chris Van Vliet. I went to Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze's wrestling school in Apopka. It's just outside of Orlando in Central Florida. 
you may have heard me talk about how I've been to wrestling school before when I was in college. So it was great getting back in the ring. I shot a little video with them. I did also shoot interviews with them. So look for an interview with Tyler Breeze and Sean Spears. Well, separately. So look for an interview with each one of them. But yeah, then I shot a video where I got in the ring with them, took some bumps, ran the ropes, locked up. It was great. And then at the end of the class, every single one of their students chopped me. Not once, but twice. Every student got two chops. Oh, oh, then it was followed by two chops each from Tyler Breeze and Sean Spears. Ouch. A total of 20 chops. So you can imagine how that looked and how that felt. If you haven't seen the photo yet, it's bad. However, I'm healing up very nicely. Just a little bit of redness and the bruising's bruising starting to come in, but really not that bad. But I will say that one of the first people to reach out to me after I posted that photo was Melina. She's like, hey, are you okay? I said, yes, of course I'm okay. It was my idea to do that video. But how nice of her to ask. And by the way, Melina's had this amazing career. And I think that her niceness and sweetness has really helped her in her career because she's such a genuine person. I'm just so impressed by her technical prowess in the ring. I mean, Bret Hart was obviously impressed too. He called her one of the best wrestlers in the world. That's some high praise. Actually, I don't, I don't think it gets much higher than Bret Hart saying that you're a good wrestler. So we talk about that. We also talk about her winning both the Women's Championship and the Divas Championship and why both of those titles meant completely different things to her. We also get into how she found her way into NWA and, and things got emotional. I didn't expect this, but yeah, we've been having a few emotional interviews so far this year. So things get emotional in this great chat. Please enjoy it. Give it up for Molina. You know, when I said that I was going to be here in Atlanta for NWA, and I said, who should I do interviews with? You were the number one person. Ah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That means a lot to me. No, well, thank <laughs> you for making the time to do this. Anytime. Oh, wow. Um, wow. You're just on a roll right now with NWA. Oh, no, I'm super excited. Like, this is just amazing. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess it's just like everything happens in life, the right place, the right time. I mean, I've had other opportunities before, and it just didn't feel right. But then when Nick Aldis and Dave Lagana offered me NWA, I was like, yeah, let's do this. Like, this feels like the right moment to go out there and do something. Right. What, what, how has it been? spending some time here in NWA. Well, it's been fun because basically like everybody here is people from WWE or who I've met in like in indies and stuff like that. So I've spent so much time with everybody that it's just family here. There's no, um, not, I mean, you get stuff like that everywhere. So I can't say that it never happens like egos and whatnot. But the thing is, is that everybody in here, they leave it all behind and we're just here for each other. Yeah. And it's just, it's that relief of not having all that pressure and like sometimes the stabbing, like backstabbing, you try to get on top and everything. It's just everybody knows we're here for each other. So it makes the work environment so much more you know, smoother and happier and just all around better. Have you watched your own popularity start to rise even more since you, know, you started appearing on Power? It's funny because actually I've seen all my fans from like from WWE days. They get they're getting back into it. They're like, "What? Yeah. You're doing stuff?" And now they're back into wrestling. So it's like they kind of like went away for a while, and now um, their their love for wrestling's coming back because you know they're seeing me in it. 
Yeah. So I'm like, oh, thank you. I love you guys. There's and then I get new people too. So I do have like new people coming in and then they love the heel character. They're like, oh man, you're a badass bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you say that as you're smiling. Yeah, oh. You are so sweet though. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's true. <laughs> and people love you. But see, that's what I... I pride myself. I always tell people, um, you could take everything away. Like you could take the fame and the money, take it all away. And all you have is who you are as a human being and how you treat others. And that's, that means a lot to me to be good to others. Not because I'm getting something back, but it's just, I think it's like a, my family raised me that way. Mm -hmm. And I represent my family each time I do something like that. And I know my heart gives to, to people. I just love people. And I know I don't want to be hurt, like hurt and treated like crap. So yeah. I try my best not to do it. And if I do do it, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I don't mean to. I feel like everyone should be this kind. <laughs> oh, thank it, you. So you recently moved. You've gone from West Coast to East Coast. How, how different is life now on the East Coast? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you move? But at the same yeah. time, it's like, is it weird to think that now I'm all happy wearing like my beanies and the jackets and then colorful scarves. So like I get to accessorize and layer. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I guess because when, yeah, on the West Coast, it's like, you don't even yeah, need to put a jacket on. Yeah, yeah, never. And it's always sunny. Yeah. And then sometimes it rains. This but. sounds perfect, actually. Why would anyone want to leave that? Because I lived there my whole entire life. And, yeah. like, I'm such a little adventurer that I wanted, um, I wanted a place where I could walk somewhere instead of drive because in California you have to drive all the time, which is great. I do miss it. And also, <laughs> as we know, in L.A., it takes you, like, two hours to go two miles. Yes, when you're in, like, yeah, in the L.A., traffic, L.A., yeah. and, but it's the same as in um, New York. New York, it's yeah. like, oh, my goodness, yeah, the same, like, three, three miles is an hour. Did you ever find the promoters were less willing to book you because they'd have to fly you all the way in from the West Coast? No, the weird thing is, is my life is just so weird, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I just tell people that's my luck, <laughs> like, seriously, but... I lived in LA and then nobody would book me in LA. And oh, I was wow. just like, okay, all right. And like, I don't know if it's, uh, I, I have no idea if it's their, the fear of like, I'm like my character. And they're like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. And then I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, mm, whatever. But like everybody on the West Coast or East Coast was always booking me all the time. So it just made sense. Like I might as well be here because everybody on the East Coast keeps booking me. Yeah. And here you are, I guess like, we're on the East Coast. Atlanta's on the East Coast. It feels south, though. It's but, south. It's definitely south. Yeah, but I guess this is certainly on the East Coast versus, <laughs> you know, San Diego or something like that. True. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how much has have things changed since you got into the business to where things are now? I feel like women are, you know, have a completely different opportunity. But it's, like, amazing because they have so much. They're given so much. And it's like, oh, this is what you work so hard for this is this is what it, it was all it was all for a purpose and that to get to see that makes me happy and I know people wonder if like I I guess people expect women to be jealous or something like oh are you jealous you didn't get to have that no I don't care <laughs> the thing is is that I see it as my sacrifice you know like my sacrifice of not being able to do certain moves and being restricted it actually made me a better wrestler like psycho like the psychologically so psychology wise yeah it made me have to think of creative things with limitations hmm. instead of giving everything and then you really don't get creative because or as creative because you're given everything 
So it had, I had to like actually think of stuff. So I love that. It, it just made my mind just go all the different like places. But um, still with those restrictions, it's like I knew that it wasn't gonna be on my time. I just felt it in my heart. I was like, it's, I'm probably never gonna see all the things I dreamed of. Yeah. And well, you're seeing it now. Yeah, I didn't expect it. I'm telling you, I didn't expect it at all. I was thinking like, okay, I'm done. My career's done. I have to say goodbye. And I was, that's my traveling all around the world is me saying goodbye. And then NWA happened. And I was like, no, oh, I still got a little bit left in me. No, we could do this. We can do this. I'm not the same. I'm not as like I am in my prime, but still, I still got a little bit left to give. How much more do you think you have left? I keep saying like a year, but then I see that I think I say that every year. I'm like, ah, oh, just one more year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not five more years? Uh, well, if I can, I will. Well, sure, why not? I think um, Marty Skrull asked me that yesterday. He's like, Melina, um, do you think you're gonna be doing this when you're like, sim no, I think he said 85 or something like that. And then I was like, if I survive that long, sure, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that your Marty Skrull has no accent at all. Your Marty Skrull impression. Oh, sorry, because uh, my, my British accent is horrendous. No, it's better to not do one than to do a bad one. Right? Yeah, I would I don't want to so. torture people. <laughs> so for people that maybe aren't caught up with NWA or haven't been watching Power for whatever reason, what is going on with uh, your character? It's still um, a work in progress because even me, I admit that when each episode that happens... I realize, because I'm out of practice, it's been a while since I've been like a heel. This whole entire time after the WWE, I've been a baby face. And to get back into that heel character, it's, it's taking me a little bit, but it's getting there, you guys. Oh, I'm getting that heat back. But I see it as I'm taking a little bit of truth and then adding, you know, that bitch feel to it, where I'm coming back because I'm trying to show everybody what I learned, and I think I'm helping people, mm. but at the same time, see, this is how I justify it in my character. It's not <laughs> she's like she's really a bitch. My dishonesty has honesty. My, um, my manipulation isn't really, like, it's not bad because I'm doing it to help you out. I'm doing it so that you can learn lessons that people didn't teach me because mm. I had to learn the hard way. And I want you guys, since they're given like all this stuff, they have all these opportunities, I want to um, send them out into the world better prepared, stronger than ever, and to be able to do more than I ever got to do. That's my character's like thought process. Yeah, I like that you've gone deep on this. <laughs> but I think that that's important. Yeah, so it's like I always think um, when I watched the movie or the, yeah, it was the movie first, The Catfish, and granted it's about something else, but their explanation of what a catfish does, I'm yeah. like, I was like, that's my career. Like what I was, whatever I am, I'm put into that pond to, to keep everybody going, to stir it all up so that everybody gets more motivated yeah. because my energy and my passion, even though people don't want to admit it sometimes, just the feel of the energy it does something to other people. I bring that out of them. Yeah. So whether they need to actually hate me in personal life, like real life, or if it's just in the character, I, I, like they could feed off of me, I, I have that ability to do that. Do you feel like you have so much more opportunity as a heel to yeah. do that? I'm way better as a heel. Like it, it's so weird because uh, like outside of like the ring, I just want to hug people. But I can't yeah. convey this. For some reason, I can't do that as a baby face. It's, uh, I really? go in there. Yeah, because in my mind, when you fight, 
how am I supposed to be like, I want to hug people. Like, oh, this is going to be new. And nobody wants to see that. Like, nobody wants to see a person who's just, like, all sweet and happy, You're, like, fighting in the ring. So, I mean, some people do it. They're, they're capable of doing it, but... Yeah, there's some of those not me. I'm not there. good at that. Yeah, well, you're very good at what you do. <laughs> Thank you. When you said you were a little bit out of practice, did you ever lose the ability to do the splits? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I, like, I do that... Well, when I do um, matches for independence and, like, I'm sorry, I go out a lot. <laughs> so when it comes to, like, going out dancing or, like, just, like, having fun. And then some fans are like, do the splits. Usually I don't. But on some occasions, I'm like, all right. And I just drop. But will you, you'll, so if you go out, you'll, you'll do the splits on the dance floor? Oh, my God. <laughs> or bars on, on oh, the bar tops. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm- Live your life, people. <laughs> I'm sure that that's a real winner with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so funny because it's like, it's, I guess because of wrestling, it's like, in, like we're entertainers. So of you course. do it for the pop. <laughs> and does that, <laughs> has doing Give the, the people what they want. That is what they want. <laughs> has doing the splits on a bar ever got you kicked out? No, because it's usually I know the people are like, and they're like, no, come on, Melina, do it. <laughs> wow. The only time I've gotten kicked out, this was a long time ago in the WWE. It was my birthday and it was in LA and there was, oh, no, it's because I jumped in the pool. Uh, So it was somewhere in LA. Why would you have a pool at a club if people aren't supposed to jump in it? Well, yeah. (laughs) So So you jumped in. in and then what happened? They were like, you got to go. And then they were like, they're uh, making excuses like, oh, but this and this and that. And then I did my back bend. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, she's got to go. She's got to go. <laughs> she's like, trouble. This is creeping me out. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. It's just like, I don't know. I'm just crazy. But in a good way. It's all for fun. It's never to hurt anybody. It's no. just always like, I, make a, I tend to make a joke out of everything. So even if it's bad, I try to like make a joke out of like bad scenarios where it's like, well... This is my luck. <laughs> I feel like you're really good at like being super positive. Where does that come who, from? Who told me that this morning? Everyone? My friend Sherry. So Sherry told me, um, you know Sherry. Sherry told me, I think she was upset over the, um, what is it, McGregor fight, the 32nd thing. Okay, yeah. And I told her, I was like, yeah, but and because I'm finding the positives in it, like it's McGregor. Like I saw a positive in that. And I also think like when you watch a pay-per-view like that, you watch it from the beginning because yes. the, the first um, bouts are always the people who are trying the hardest. And you see, because they're trying to make a name for themselves. And it's like, I love that. And then she looked at me. She's like, no, stop finding the positives. And scenarios like that where people lost their money for the 30 seconds. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry. It's what I do. I thought, I thought, <laughs> why did, I thought whatever happened in that fight, it was entertaining. Right? Because it's McCracker. Better than a five-round, like... You know, Where it decision. goes on and it drags. Yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm it with was, you on that? Do you think it was Eminem that really helped you know put you on the map and catapult you to the status that you're at now? It's it's a little bit of both. It's like I I believe everything was set in place by fate, you know, just perfectly, and it, everything added to it. So it's that. And they love seeing the unity because people can identify with their best friends and they can identify with family. And that's what we were. So I love that. I love that. I miss that. And that helped me because I got to also like manage and 
have a character and get to dress up and everything. So it's like it did. It helped a lot. But then put in a wrestling, um, you know, when I became the wrestler instead of just a manager, then I had to, like, pick it up. I had to make sure that I it was sink or swim type of deal and that I was never going to, like, drown. I'm going to keep swimming. I'm going to make sure to keep the momentum going. Right. Well, I think when, when you come in as a valet, not everyone thinks that you have the ability to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So then when you, when you wrestled as well as you did, I think people went, oh, wow. Because like, they didn't expect it at all. Of course. But I love the transition, though, because my character, I, I made sure to not be a wrestler from the get-go. Mm. That little, each time I got back into the ring, it's like psychology-wise... Uh, that the valet so like to not break um or ruin uh the mystique that she kept learning each time she got in the ring she got better and better and tried harder and tried harder mm-hmm. but you at least did. that's what i feel like it but you I did, did you did have the ability though yeah wow <laughs> that actually might be harder than doing it well is you know how to do it and then you have to pretend like you don't know how to do it <laughs> gotta take a quick break from this chat with melina this great chat with melina to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Bet Online. If you missed your chance to bet on the Super Bowl and win big, well, fear not, my friend, because our podcast network, Blue Wire, is excited to be partnering with Bet Online to help you win big no matter what time of year it is. So you got March Madness, the Masters, Major League Opening Day, it's all right around the corner, and Bet Online has you covered for all your latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and hey, it's free to sign up. Plus, It's never too early to put down your bets for the Super Bowl in 2021. So head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive 50% as a welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50%. I signed up. It's super easy, and you can do it too. You can make wagers, and it's a fantastic way to support the Chris Van Fleet Show. Again, the promo code is BLUEWIRE, all one word, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bring your best bets home with Bet Online, your online sports book experts. But I broke myself out of that because when I was when my time in OVW, it's like being a manager feels or I thought was taken away from why I got into the business. I was like, oh, but I, I came in here to wrestle. They're not letting me wrestle. And I was just so upset. And it's like, no, Melina. No, you're seeing it from the wrong perspective. I am learning so much more from being on the outside. Mm. And so then I started like that to take away my ego and that I have something that's all me in my head that I have something to prove. And I was like, no, I saw the longevity in it. I saw a storyline and I wanted to make sure to try to make my career last as long as possible. Wow. Or at least I was hoping, you know? Yeah. And it, it did. I mean, it, it wasn't as long as other people, but for me, I'm so grateful to have had all that time. How many years in total was it in WWE? Um, I don't know why I want to say seven, but I'm not sure. I that you don't know. <laughs> I don't know a lot of stuff. Like, I don't, like, people get mad at me, like, how did you not keep your dolls, your action figures, and da da da? It never occurred to me to, to do that. I just loved doing what I did that. I wasn't doing it, so then I'm like, oh, put a wall in my, in my room, in my house. So, you know what I, mean? I didn't, th- I didn't consider that. Well, I just thought, like, I'm happy doing what I loved in that moment. Was there any, like, piece of memorabilia? Did you get to keep any of the championships? No, um, but they gave me replicas. Okay, so, so I'm you happy have with that. Yes. Okay. And then also, um, I have, so you have... Do you have the, you have the Divas title? And, and the, the women's, women's champion. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then I... Which I love, like, ah... Uh, 
And just by the way, the um, women's title has um, NWA roots. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, yep, I was meant to be here. <laughs> and here you are. Who, who are the people, I mean, it's only been, I guess, a few months since you've been here in NWA, right? Yeah. Who are some of the people you're looking forward to working with? Everybody. <laughs> like, seriously, everybody. Because, like, I love everybody's character, and it's just different ways of working with each personality type. And then their reactions and all this stuff, so... I was just, I'm really excited to work with everybody. But at the same time, I also miss managing, too. Well, I mean, that's something you could do forever. Like, if the wrestling does ever, you know, become a thing that you don't do anymore, there's no reason you can't be a manager forever. Well, I think that, too. But at the same time, people see me and they're like, well, if you, I mean, I see you wrestling. And so they'd rather have me wrestling instead of, like, come out and as a manager. That makes sense. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, you guys. I could point fingers like crazy. Shake those fists. <laughs> you could do the primal scream. Seriously, I love doing that. I don't think, I don't know if this studio can handle it. Have I screamed in here before? Have you? you should, I had to have. You should scream at the taping tonight. Check. Oh, there it <laughs> Noted. is. Well, when you see the episode, you'll know why. Thank you. Where did that come from? Oh, because um, when I grew up, growing up, um, my brother and my dad would always uh, play baseball. So we'd go watch the games, and my mom would just scream. She'd just scream, and you could hear her from across the park and everything, and I, that's just what we do. So I learned to just scream because <laughs> you're cheering. That's what we do. Yeah, you cheer for your people. I'm like, I, I thought it was weird that everybody's like, oh, why are you doing that? I'm like, don't you guys cheer for people you love? So it's either because like, it started off like a woo, and then I was like, not a woo, but like, yeah. But then I didn't want to do woo, so it's just like, like, ah! And then it went from there to like a little bit more um, obnoxious and a little bit more, a little bit more. I honestly, just... do, I don't know if the studio can handle it. Because when the fans are quiet and there's not a lot going on in the ring, it's quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even think I can handle it. I'd scare myself. Oh, this will cut through the silence, though. And the crowd, the crowd's going, oh, this is great. I don't oh, know my why goodness. I'm, I should totally do it. I don't know why I'm pretending <laughs> like I know, but sure. We'll test that out tonight. Yeah? <laughs> oh, as soon as this happens, I'm going to be like, I know. I <laughs> and they're going to tell me, don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, they're not. They're going to be like, that was great. Continue doing it. Yeah, it gets more heat. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Oh, great. Who were some of the matches in WWE that you're super proud of? Oh, I do feel like all of it, like... Even like the Ashley, um, wrestling with Ashley, and I'm not, I've, I've been saying this, it isn't because of her passing and everything. I've been saying this from before that, like her fire, her, she had passion. Like she may not have been like extremely incredible athletically, but you have to understand she never was a wrestler prior and they didn't really teach her the way like she should have been taught because she was on the road all the time yeah. working. So she really didn't get the proper training. But everything she did, she was game for. I was like, you don't have to do this. But she wanted to. And that passion and that heart, the fans saw that. So to me, I am proud of what we did, knowing the limitations, knowing how like that we were restricted on all these things. And it's like, I'm proud of that moment. Yeah. And I'm proud of her. And um, I loved working with Gail, um, Trish, um, Mickey, of course, Mickey is my ultimate favorite. Beth Phoenix and Michelle McCool. Did you have those? I mean, we've, we've all heard the stories of like, you're given a five minute match and then you're just about to go out and they go, oh, you've only got 45 seconds. Wait. Oh my goodness, they do that. They do that all the time. Sometimes they don't even do that. <laughs> 
I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's that, and sometimes it's in the it's in the ring where they're like, oh yeah, you're cut down to this. Like Why are like in the middle? Yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> I look at him like. And so he's like, it's not me. It's that like, thing, gorilla, you know. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> or you'd wrestle. Like- but I love that. I actually do love that, though. Like, I don't, for me, I never saw it as, oh, well, I didn't have time to do this. To me, I, t- sorry to be positive, but I took, <laughs> it, I took it as, okay, that I'm such a professional that I'm, like, it was studying and honing my, my ability to be able to do stuff on the fly and be able to guide the person in there to, you know, to start going home. Right. And so I love moments like that because it's like, wow, I did it. Good job, me. So I know I could handle it. (laughs) Did you get to a point where you were kind of guiding some of the up-and-coming women wrestlers? Well, it's like, yes, because, Bill, being the heel, you have to dictate everything. You set the pace, like, you you call things, or at least I did. Like, that's just the way I felt because I know you could forget sometimes. So just in case call everything and it's like okay do this da, 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 da. Hmm. so it's always like trying to do that but I just felt like that was my role if and, and I I felt like I did get put in that position before because I know I was still green I wanted years under my belt before I got the title but I they gave it to me right then and I thought I have to step up I have to be better hmm. like no it's not about having time I don't have time I got to do it now well, take me through the conversation when you found out you were going to win the women's championship the first time. It's, I, can't, I can't remember like, like word for word, but I remember being told and I was like, And who told what? you? I'm thinking it might have been Johnny Ace. Okay. And then I was just like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No, I was like, no. And they're like, what do you mean, No. <laughs> I was like, but I'm not ready. It's not about being ready. You, you got to, like, the, sto- the way the story's going to go. And I was like, okay, all right. And that's why, like, I went up to Mickey, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and then the women's title became then the Divas title, I guess a little bit later on. Oh, yeah. That was heartbreaking for me. Like, why is that? Because, I, I mean, I, I don't mind if it was just, like, two different titles, but when they unified it, it hurt my heart. Because, again, it sounds like it's like a cheesy thing for me to say, but it's the reality. I love the historical factors and everything. I feel like when you know the history of something, you appreciate it that much more. Mm. Like if you go to, um, like say, Great Wall of China, being there and it's like, holy cow, this has been here for how many centuries? And like, and you think about like who has probably like stood here in the past and might like at this very spot. Like, and you think of all these people having, like, it's kind of like you're sharing a moment throughout, his, like, time. Yeah. And you're sharing it together whether they're alive or not. Right. And it's a beautiful thing. And so when I held that title, I thought about all the people that I watched on TV and that I emulated and I was a fan of. And I'm holding the exact same title. And it's like, oh, it's so overwhelming. And it's like, oh, I'm so grateful to be one of those people who got to hold that with these people. Yeah. And then when it's taken away... They, these other girls after that will never know that same beauty and feel that same feeling. And it hurts my heart that they don't have that opportunity. Right. Well, it's a, I mean, it's back to being the women's championship, but it's not the same lineage. No, it's not the same. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, ah. Oh. So you grew up watching wrestling. Who did you love seeing in the ring? 
But that's why I would say, like, um, I loved, like, Sensational Sherry or Scary Sherry. However, like, yeah, I yeah. thought she was amazing. But then um, throughout the years, I was always a, a mark for the Steiner brothers. Mm. Um, because I always thought, like, me and my brother, that's what, like, we would always, like, imitate them, too. And then th- throughout the years, it was just, like, WCW, WWE. And then, like, at night, sometimes my brother watched more ECW than I did because I couldn't. I was a little kid, you know, I couldn't hang. <laughs> I was like, I'm sleepy. Because oh, yeah, it was late on Friday <laughs> yeah. night. That's right. Yeah. And then I was like, I'd like fall asleep. I'd fall asleep every time and he'd watch it and he's like, oh, you missed this. <laughs> was, Man. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with that said, that when, then when you came into the business, who was the oh one? Oh my God. Oh, you're saying like people I've worked with? No, no, no. Like, now I was I'm, like, oh man. Now I'm saying that. Like looking at like even like Trish and Lita and then like saying like, okay, so I never got to work with Jazz and and um, Jacqueline, but I love those two. Mm-hmm. Like Jacqueline and her kicks, Jazz is her cross faces. That's why I'll cross face from time to time because I, you know, loved her that much. And I didn't get to work with them on TV, but um, they came down for OVW, and so they watched us train. And then when they were saying like they were talking to them about like what they were gonna do with me, they're like, no, she's not a baby face. She's a heel. Mm. They were everybody would always make me a baby face like throughout my um, indie career like before WWE. I was always a baby face. Even OVW, they wanted me to be a baby until they're like, no, she's a heel. Oh. And then I looked and I was like, finally, somebody that believes that I can do this. And yeah. I was like, let me be a heel. I can do it. I know I can. So with that said, who was the person that when you finally did meet them, you were like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, oh, I think it was like everybody. <laughs> and it was the hardest thing. I probably People probably thought I was a bitch then, too, because like, I'm trying to think. And now I get it when people do that to me. Where it's like, pretend like everything's cool. Nothing, you know, nothing You're affects like, you. Hey, Undertaker. Yeah. No, you, you, could probably, you could probably see it in my face. <laughs> no, I totally marked out when I met him. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like Booker T, like all of them. Like, oh, um, poor uh, McFoley. Oh, that was like, I was like, it's McFoley. Yeah. And then I came and I said hi to him. And he said he had to like take steps back. Because he thought I was just going to be, like, serious, moody, like a bitch. He thought I was going to be my character. And he said, I didn't expect this bubbly, like, person. I was like, yeah. I was like, hi. Where does this come from? <laughs> it's like, is your mom like this? Or, like, did you, you know, you know have I, you always been like this? I think um, during, during my high school kid years, it was, like, a little bit of it. But not really. I was more quiet and shy. So I wouldn't I talk. And it. I was just, like. Yeah, really, seriously, I learned to be more outgoing because of wrestling. Okay, that makes sense. Because even in wrestling, I was super quiet, and only if I got to know you, I would be like this. So I would just be quiet and then watch and then hope that maybe if, I'm, if they don't get mad at me, if things are cool, then I could start relaxing. Have you always but, been this positive? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> like, is it, is it from books you read or do you do yoga or something like that i wonder if it's um a little bit dna kind of thing like i like if it's passed down from my like family the perspective the teachings of like how my family raised us because like it was my my parents were teenagers when they had us so she my mom was 15 when she had my brother and my dad was 19 and then she was 19 when she had me. Mm. So we had nothing. Like, we didn't have any money. We had, didn't have a home. Like, I mean, we had a home eventually. Like, we eventually got apartments. And I don't know how teenagers did this stuff. Like, I think about me as a teenager. I was like, there's no way. 
having a job and yeah. having your like family I and everything. I think about it like, now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like no. how can I do that? <laughs> Just my dogs. Here you go, babies. <laughs> how many dogs do you have? Three. <laughs> Three. Wow. And what kind of dogs? People are going to wonder. Pomeranian, um, um, Pomeranian poodle mix, and a Chihuahua mix. <laughs> they're little adorable angels with their little personalities <laughs> what's some advice that you have for people that are trying to be in the position that you're in now and that are coming up maybe wrestling in the indies like how can they get to be in the place where you're at oh my goodness but everybody has their own journey like the way people are doing it nowadays it seems like um, there's so many places to wrestle that it's, it's easier to get yourself out there. And then with social media, you could like put your face out there, brand yourself. Yeah. So you have all these other um, you know, outlets, not just WWE. So people have like so many, like there's so much opportunity. And, but at the same time, I'm like, because there's so much opportunity in a way to make your name as an individual to stand out in every um, um, like federation and promotion, yeah, right. like it, that takes a different kind of like it takes heart, it takes hard work. It's not just about tweeting and all this stuff. It's you do it because you love it and you believe in it. Mm. Like I started doing this because I love it, not like there was no money to be made. Like you, there, you don't get rich from like doing indies, at least not in my time. You did it because you love it, right. and you realize that not everybody's going to book you the way you think you deserve to be booked. And you should be okay with it. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best because I love the art of this. I just love doing it. And I appreciate being in that ring. And I think when you get that, you're able to do so much better without like something like self-doubt or sometimes that self-doubt or the, the hustle sidetracks side you from other opportunities that you could be seeing in front of you. And, and you, you're so great in the ring. So much so that Bret Hart, I think, endorsed you. Oh, yeah. Which yes. also so much so that's on your Wikipedia page. Like, Bret Hart said, you know, you're great in the ring. But see, people, like, argue that fact. They're like, oh, well, uh, like, they get all crazy. Oh, because it's, it's like, on Wikipedia? Just because they see other people and they're seeing, like, ring technique. And this, this is the beauty of what he was saying and I, I get and I thank him for what he said because that meant everything I tell people like I could die happy knowing that Bret Hart said that about me like that's why I don't need Hall of Fame I don't need all this stuff I am happy that I did like if he said that I'm good I'm good and then I also got um Fit Finley to tell me like to say something last at the reunion I was at wow he said that he told me and Booker T too and they told me what they thought and I was like I'm I'm good I don't have nothing to prove to anybody because they said what like they like they loved what I did yeah. and they respected it and they knew that my job in that ring wasn't about selfishness and like I got to put myself over no it was about telling the story for the whole of the match the whole of storyline the whole of the company mm. and that was my job and I loved it and I was proud of it and if I could t I could take a person who doesn't know any wrestling and the most experienced person and still have a great match yeah and I love that. And that's what they got. That's what they saw. And that even if I lost, I still look like a, a competitor. A, a loss isn't just like you're weak. Some yeah. people don't want to sell because they're like, oh, it makes me look weak. No. The fight, the fight, the heart you put into it makes you look strong. You let yourself look weak. So with all that said, would a Hall of Fame induction mean something to you? Because <laughs> some people are like, look, I did what I did in the ring, and that's up to them. No, but the thing is, it is it is up to them whether um, to put people in it or not. 
And if they choose to never, like, if I pass away and they're like, oh, well, finally, maybe we'll put her in there, or they never do it all, I'll be okay because I know in my heart what I did. I know what I've accomplished, and I don't, I don't need people to tell me that because I'm going to enjoy life right now, and I'm going to enjoy wrestling in all its forms, whether it's indies, NWA. Like, I'm going to enjoy every bit of all my life yeah. while I can. And if the day comes, if they ever decide to have me be in there, of course it's going to mean everything because they find, like, they're finally acknowledging that I did something. Of course. You, you ha- you've had a <laughs> Hall of Fame career. There's no question about it. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Like, uh, for so many years, like, we were the last um, singles match, women's singles God, match. You're getting emotional. Oh, I love <laughs> so, it. You know, you have no idea how much this means wow. to me. Like, I love wrestling. And sometimes, like, I'll work with girls nowadays, and it's always about competition. Like, oh, how do I look? I don't want to look weak. And I'm like, no, I, I want to sell for you. I want to teach you. I don't know how much longer I could wrestle, and it's not about me getting my shit in. It's about making you so you could pass on the torch to somebody else one day. Yeah. Who is it uh, from your time in WWE that you still keep in touch with? All, like all of them, though. Oh, yeah? Like most of them, like because um, we have like a group chat now, especially after Ashley's pa- passing. It was like, oh, man, maybe we're not reaching out to each other mm. as much. So and then I see like um, Trish is always like I see Trish and Natty. I'm like, I love you guys. We need to have a girls trip, <laughs> which we do. We do need to. And of course, Jillian's there. Mickey, definitely Mickey. That's my sister. I just I, I keep interviewed thinking. her husband. <laughs> Uh, no, just, <laughs> I love her, but he's, him. He's the nicest guy ever. <laughs> he is. You should see him with um, their son Donovan. Like, yeah, he's here too. Oh my God, he looks up the way he looks up to his father, and it's like it's daddy. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm like, good thing you don't know he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the nicest person, he, nicest he bad is. guy ever. He really What's is. What's the name of your group chat? Oh, um, Squared Circle uh, Sisters. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I always love hearing the names of these. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for making the time to do this. Hey, thank you. Uh, we've been talking about doing an interview, and I've seen you a few times, and now it's like, okay, we are doing this. It's done. It has, <laughs> yeah, it's done. So, and like I said, everyone was super excited for me to maybe be able to sit down with you. So the fact that we did this. Oh, that makes you happy. Uh, it makes, Anytime, mister. Oh, thank you. It just makes me happy how happy you are. Oh, See, that's what I want. That's what I want for people. And I hope that everyone watching this is also <laughs> smiling now because of this. Smile. <laughs> what a sweet and nice person. A big thank you to Melina for taking the time out of her busy taping day with NWA to do this. And an even bigger thank you to you, even though you're probably not as attractive as Melina, but... A bigger thank you to you for taking the time to listen to this and to listen all the way through until the very end here where I sometimes give little nuggets of info that weren't in the interview. So if you stopped listening when the interview ended, you'd be missing out on some of the stuff that I say here. And man, I didn't expect things to get emotional. Wow, that happened in the Lillian Garcia interview just a few weeks ago. It obviously happened in the David Benoit interview as well. But wow, Melina just so in touch with everything. And Melina has a great story, and she's so talented in the ring. I I love that she's getting the spotlight to really showcase that in NWA. So Melina was number two of six interviews I did with NWA. So there's six NWA talents. Well, technically seven, because one of them was a duo interview. Aaron Stevens and the question mark together. 
So six interviews in total with seven superstars. I guess they're not really superstars if it's NWA. Seven wrestlers. Actually, they're not all wrestlers because one of them is Billy Corgan. So seven wrestling personalities. There we go. Six interviews. And then I actually did seven in total because I did a little a little bonus interview with an AEW star that lives in Atlanta. A little, a little bonus. So you can maybe you can maybe guess who that is. Although I don't know if you will guess who that is. So when you see it, it'll be a nice little surprise for you. When you learn a little, you think you know a lot. But when you learn a lot, you realize how little you know. That's a quote based on something the late, great Albert Einstein said. And obviously, this interview is not being dropped on our normal podcast day of the week, which is Thursday. So keep an eye out for another interview this week. We're going to be, we have so many interviews in the can right now. I think I have 10 interviews ready to go. So we're going to be pumping out at least two a week for the next, I don't know, two or three months. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on those. We'll see you on Thursday.